Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to another episode of Debbins On Demand. My name is Chris Debbins. I'm joined here by my fiance, Ariel. Hello. Um, we are having a problem in our house that I think other people have gone through. We cooked fish and the smell is lingering. Okay, let's not let's let's back up a second. Okay. I was out of town. You cooked fish. <laughs> I come home from the airplane yesterday and the entire house just smelled like salmon. And I love salmon. Salmon's my favorite food. But I was like, do we have a salmon candle now? It's what it smells like. And it's been now it's been what like almost 48 hours. <laughs> so we have the amount of candles that like our house is a fire hazard right now with the amount of candles we have going. I've got fans going. I reopened the windows yesterday. What did I, what did I do? So truthfully, if you're wondering like how, if you want to avoid this, I think the difference is that cooked it on, I cooked it on the stovetop and um, like the steam, there was like a lot of salmon steam that was just going everywhere. Like the whole kitchen was like, just almost couldn't see. It was like foggy. I actually had to like turn some fans on. <laughs> Uh, opposed to like we usually grill outside and so that stuff just dissipates and then the oven too I feel like it gets trapped in the box yeah I usually broil yeah but so should I not be, am I am I banned you're banned I'm banned from from cooking fish in the house ever yeah, again uh-huh. All right, well, or we'll, like if you are gonna cook fish make sure it's like I'm gone for a trip that's at least a week Okay, I, I, I'm I'm afraid. No one has said anything yet, but I'm afraid that it has seeped into our clothing, and that we're not going to realize when we're out at a friend's house, like if they're like that we're that we smell like fish. Well, yeah, or it's just going to become like part of our house, and we're not going to realize it, and we'll have friends over, and they'll like walk in, and they'll be like, yeah, and we'll be like, what? Everything's fine. Why does everybody keep leaving early? <laughs> we hang out. We we have become nose blind to it a little bit because yesterday afternoon. We both were like, oh, it's fine. But then we left. We went and we saw Hamilton, uh, which is playing in Rochester currently. And we came back. And after the show, we're both like, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. Like being away for a few hours. Well, anyways, we will keep everybody updated on this salmon smell. I'm hoping by the next episode that it's gone. Yeah. It's also currently like 70 degrees in Rochester and will be all weekend. But we do have all of the candles lit. Yes. All of the candles I think speaking of, of the the warm temperatures, I really think that anytime it's above like 65 or 70 mm-hmm. degrees between, let's just say October and March, like the cold months, if you live in a cold area like we do in Rochester, New York, Buffalo, New York, like anywhere, you know, where it's cold, I think employers should just automatically give everyone the day off to go play outside. I 100% agree. I mean, l- l- assuming that your job is one that you can do that, like where it's safe, you know, like we can take a day, right? Like there's certain people like we need the mail, you know, 
We need like certain, we need police office, you know, like we need certain things. Um, and yeah, I said play outside. I really mean, I mean like grab some chalk, grab a ball, grab some jump rope. Yeah. Go outside. It's good for your soul. Have you tried jump roping as an adult? It actually sucks. It's so hard. It's It hurts your toes. Like I, I worked it into some workouts during the pandemic because it's hard. And I'm like, as a kid, this was fun. Oh, do you mean, do you mean hard in like a, like a good workout? I yes. mean, like it's hard. Like I get like three or four, uh, rotations and it hits my toes several oh, that's times. because you're too tall. Yeah. And then I, it stops, but I can't do it. Yeah. But I like, I want to go to a playground, like swing. Yeah. I love I think, a good swing. Why do, why do people stop doing stuff like playing with chalk and like, just like actually playing outside? I think until people have kids very often, like when you're in like the adult stage we're at, where we're, we're 30, you know, we don't have kids. Like, yeah. How, people don't play outside as much in that age range. Why? I did build a snowman last winter while you were shoveling. That's true. You did. And I'm sure if anyone walked by, I'm also, I'm a pretty short person. I'm sure if anyone walked by our house, they'd be like, oh, that's good. Like the dad's shoveling yeah. the snow and his daughter's playing, it had- playing in the snow. But no, I straight up on like a Wednesday, like got off work put on my snow pants and yeah. made a snowman. Yeah. And I really do think that, yeah, normalize playing as adults. It's yes. good for you. Yes. It unlocks creativity. It releases stress. It releases endorphins. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel great. Eventually I did join you by the way, in the snow yeah, yeah, yeah. afterwards, after I, after I got the work done, we really <laughs> did have like dad daughter vibes. Yeah. It was a little weird. Actually. It was really weird. But, it was a little, but it's little only weird, weird because not enough people play in the snow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We go sledding too in winter. We to, do. To be fair. But there are usually other adults at, yes. at the hill. So I want to just, yeah, I want to throw that out there. That's and true. And I panic like I'm a small child. I'm sure we'll talk about that when, <laughs> when winter time comes and we eventually go sledding again about how you, yeah, sledding with you is a whole experience. We'll get to that yeah, in winter. It's fun for no one. What about, what about going off of employers with the warm weather? Can we like make a recess for adults? I love a that. thing. I'm talking about like like building it into the workday, like having like like shooting hoops with some coworkers, or you know like maybe everyone in the sales department plays capture the flag. That's that's like team bonding. No, I love that. Yeah, like like not like a you can either take a lunch or you can go to the gym or you can take a walk, but like truly, yeah, it's three p.m. This is recess. Yeah, you have to go outside and play. Yes. Yeah, I'm into that. Throw a ball. I'm really, I'm throw really a frisbee. Into, I'm also into Play nap Red time. Rover. Nap time. I don't like nap time. No nap time <laughs> would be great. That'd be so good. You could use that more as an adult than as a kid. I think truthfully. I agree with that. As someone, I like. I don't like naps, but I do feel like there's so many things like that kids get that they don't even want. Like they just want to be running around all the time. Oh no, nap time is wasted on kindergartners. Yeah, absolutely. Tell, wait, hold on. Tell me if this was a thing when you were in kindergarten, because okay. for me it wasn't. I was talking with my mom recently for some reason about nap time in kindergarten. I don't know how that came up. That's so weird that we were having this. And she mentioned, maybe I'm getting this wrong, um, but if you fell asleep during nap time, they you would wake up and there was a piece of candy under your pillow that the teacher would leave, like uh, Tooth Fairy style. Did you ever have candy under your I pillow? I don't actually remember nap time. Oh, you don't? I have vivid memories of nap time. I mean, like, until I fell asleep. Like, you don't remember, like, laying down? Everyone, I had to bring, in my school, you had to bring your own rug. It was a thing. I don't know if we had nap time in kindergarten. Oh, you should write a letter to your school. Like, How long, did you do kindergarten as a full day thing or a half day thing? I think it was a full day. So we had half day kindergarten. Really? Yeah, so there were oh, two, maybe, so there were two mm, sessions. So I don't know if we had nap time. I, now that I think of it, maybe it was half, it was half time or half, half a half day. Half time? Half time. 
but I know we had nap time and I know every kid had to bring their own um it was just like a mat. It was basically like a yoga mat. And this is, by the way, I think it's so funny that, like, as I've gotten older, I'm, like, very particular about, like, I want my bed to be a certain way and stuff like that. We used to sleep on basically a yoga mat on, a like, a hard, concrete, cold floor yeah. in the middle of the afternoon in public. I remember, like, preschool had nap time and we basically, like, you know, like, gymnastics mats? So they're thicker than yoga mats. Okay. But that was basically, yeah, you just slept on these, like, little, like, squares. Oh, Okay. That's interesting. But like same concept. Yeah, but I think we should bring that back. There are some offices who have built in napping rooms. There's a there's a law office I know, I don't forget what his name its name is, uh, here in Rochester that I ended up doing working with at some point through my job. Um, we did some event with them. And I remember them telling us that they had a napping room that they had installed. Truthfully, the lawyers, I mean, they're they're working constantly. Yeah. Also, we work need from it. home, so we also technically have a napping. But room I want it. I want it on, It's true. I want it on the calendar. <laughs> I want it on the calendar. I want the calendar. I want like a, to block off like three to four to be like, don't bother me. So it's not about having the correct space to nap. It's just the built-in nap time. Well, we work. We work. I mean, you work completely from home. I have a hybrid situation. I'm talking, but there's people who their employers no, no, won't let them work from home. You're right. You're who right. could. So who then could. they need a built-in nap nap room um speaking of kids how would you like if your name was inspired by the pandemic like what so okay COVID so duh. yeah well okay so first of all i'm i'm pretty sure i've heard stories already about kids being named like covid or like kovi but that's such a bad i, I know like, i know ugh. i know there's a so i'm bringing this up because there's there's a couple in the uk who they made the news because they named their baby locky which is short for lockdown and the reason what? I want to, yeah, the reason I want to talk about this is because that child, it, it's going to be very obvious. The child will never have to question when or where they were conceived. They were actually named after the time period where they were conceived. Well, to be fair, lockdown babies can probably do that math pretty easily anyways. like Yeah, but you, like, but- it takes work. A little bit, but uh, like we were, they were so in lockdown on, for a really long time. I know, but it's like not so like on the nose. Like, yeah, oh sure, I can figure out. Okay, so I was born in June, so probably sometime in fall. Like, well, yeah, but I'm yeah. Man, you you've talked about this all the time. You're oh, like yeah. you were clearly a winter baby. Yeah, being born in September. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I hate it. I but I think that like I mean I hate the name Locky and I hate that it's named after lockdown. But I also feel like that was a wide enough stretch of time that it's like okay, well, we can all assume that that's what happened. Yeah. I hate it when, like, kids are named, like, a very specific city. And then it's like, oh. we were on vacation to this city, and that's where you were conceived. And it's oh. like, mm. So, like, Denver. Like, yeah, exactly. My name is Denver Debbins. It's not, but how... No, that makes you, it's kind of catchy. It's like kind of catchy. It's a good radio name. And I don't even hate, like, there are definitely names that are also places, and, like, that's fine, that's- as long as it's not... Because you were in that place. Yeah. Like, like name someone Madison because you like the name Madison. Or or like if you grew up somewhere, like let's say you grew up in Nevada and you like, you don't yeah, live in Nevada. Nevada is a great name. Uh, I grew up <laughs> next door to a Nevada. Well, really? so yeah. Well, my parents, neighbors, uh, their daughter, who's much younger than us. Now I want to know why. Well, now I'm curious too. Is that common to, to like be inspired? My parents have friends who have two kids that are each named after like a mountain that they were conceived on, like what? camping. Do you want to know like that? It's like McKinley and something. I guess what I'm trying to get at here Which is, is also like, a great name, unless is, you know the story behind it. It is, but what I'm trying to get at here is like, sure, anybody can do the math and like try and figure out if they actively choose, like we just said. But if you are named 
McKinley, like you just said, and you've been told this is because of the mountain that you were conceived on. It's like being thrown in your face. Yeah. That you, you now have to think about your parents having sex and making you. Right. Like, I really don't like that. Right. And I, right. Like, anyone can do the math to figure out, like, okay, like, I was a Christmas baby. But it's like, okay, but I don't need to know, like, where the tent was pitched or which hotel room you were right, in and what right, city. Exactly. My, my, like, don't tell me what you were doing that year. Right, exactly. My name is parking lot behind Walmart. It's like, <laughs> that's so weird. I wonder why, you know? <laughs> well, that's actually the worst name I've ever heard. We'll call you Parker for short. Parker, oh, <laughs> could you imagine your name is Parker? Mom, what's that short for? Parking lot behind Walmart because that's where you were conceived. You don't have to worry now. You don't have to wonder. Yeah. Um, 2.15 p.m. on a Wednesday. That's your name, but it's like one long word, like two fifteen. Oh no, on I was Wednesday. just saying the rest of that story, but sure, yeah, also that. Oh my gosh, I don't. So yeah, if you're having kids, <laughs> if you're having kids and you're thinking about doing this because you want the name to have meaning, just know that someday they will probably be wondering, and maybe they'll do a podcast about this at some point themselves. And uh, just think about that, how they'll actually feel. Yeah. Um, here's something that previous generations never had to deal with. Uh, cameras being on in your house without you realizing it. Unless you lived in like the White House or somewhere, some like high. Are we talking about like surveillance cameras? Well, honestly, honestly, yes, that too, because people have surveillance cameras all the time. I know I have a coworker who talks about how like he can look up on his phone and he can just like see like all the rooms in his house, like on his phone. Yeah, I hate that. Um, But what happened, what happened the other day um, is you were on a Zoom call. Ah. At eight in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. In our living room, sitting on the floor. Okay. Yeah, as one does. If you listened last week, you know I'm a floor person. You love the floor. You often work on the floor. You do things on the floor. And but you weren't in your office and I, I didn't realize you were on a Zoom call and I walked right by wearing only boxers. And I have the type of boxers like like it could have been bad. Like the boxers, like they're, you know, there are flaps and holes and you know, like you can like, it, they're not the most, mm-hmm. you know, uh, covering. Um, to be fair, at least I had the boxers on. <laughs> at least I had them on. Um, but the idea of like, oh, I like have to like, I have to be on alert all the time that maybe I'm being watched. There's a window to the public somehow yeah. is a, is a concept that I don't think like, I'm not even even this far in, like after like the Zoom, you know, yeah, uh, you know, with COVID and everything, like I'm still not quite used to that. Like yeah. I'm not gonna walk in your office. If I like knocked in your office and then walked in, it was like, hey baby, like do you have a, you know, is there any extra beer? And I'm wearing like you know just socks. Like okay, <laughs> ob- obviously. How often do you walk around looking for beer in your socks? That's quite an. And image. why would you come to my office for that? I have a lot of questions about this that, story. That, that's true, but like that would be. Clearly absurd. It's like she right. she could very you work remotely. You could very well be on a Zoom. But yeah, the other spots they're just kind of like you know little landmines. Yeah. Zoom Zoom landmines. Zoom landmines. I haven't had an instance where I've been caught on camera, but I've been on so many Zooms where things have happened, and I think it's almost a cliche at this point. Yeah, truthfully. exactly. Especially like at the beginning of the pandemic, where everyone got shoved into working from home. It wasn't like mm-hmm. people had chosen their apartments or their houses based on True. having conducive work from home environments. Mm-hmm. So, and people's spouses or kids or roommates or whatever would, you know, they'd all be sharing the common space, like right. trying to like school and work and whatever. Yeah, it was a disaster. Um, I remember one, I'll never forget it. 
my so my old company I had a lot of colleagues in London so mm-hmm. obviously big time difference oh sure and we had a debrief from an event that ended like evening U.S. time so it was quite late in London okay it was like ten thirty p.m. oh that's very late very yes. very late for work and we were on a Zoom and. I guess that one of my colleagues' roommates had like already gone to bed and my colleague was on the Zoom in his kitchen okay. and his roommate just like nakedly wanders from like his room to the kitchen to grab something and we oh, just the, like see him like oh, walk in the background. The poor roommate. The poor roommate. But like, it's the same situation of like, why yes. would you assume that like there was like a work call going on in the living room? Yeah, I almost want- We didn't really see much. Like it was a very quick like- yeah, the situation. Everyone was embarrassed, but it was also hilarious. Here's what I like to get installed to fix our problem. A lot, a lot of radio stations, when mics are on, there is outside of that room, yeah, like, like an on air, an on air light. And I almost think that like we should have on air lights mm. in any room. So when you walk in, you know where you're walking into a, a hot zone. I love that. Put pants on. Can we do that? Sure. I mean, can we? Can you and I actually do that? I yeah. have to. I would have to watch a lot of YouTube videos. Is it physically possible? Sure. Like, but I don't know what I'm doing with electric like stuff like that. No, we could just get like LED powered ones and then we would manually flick a switch. Okay. We should absolutely do that. I think that'd be so I, fun. I think the light should say, put some pants on. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all it needs to actually say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I read that where we live, the city of Rochester is looking to sell a bunch of its parking garages. Okay. And which is, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they're selling it to, to some rich person who's going to keep it a parking garage. Right. But I had this idea, like, how cool would it be to buy that and like turn it into something that's not a parking garage? Like, what could yeah. you do? The first thing that came to mind was I would love to buy that and make like a semi outdoor multi-level nightclub where like each level, first of all, you know, very, very COVID safe. Yeah, you know, we got the breeze going through. Not great in Rochester winter. That was gonna be Not my next thought. Like this is winter. gonna have to be a seasonal thing, though. Seasonal thing, or a lot of heat lamps. It'll still get snowy. True. Um, what else could you do with that? Like, if you just had a ton of money lying around, like you have billions of dollars, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna buy the parking garage and just play and you make turn something. it into like a like roller coaster. A roller coaster. What do you, so you have to put the track in? Well, like or, some kind of track. I'm just thinking or, like parking garages, like maybe not a roller coaster, but parking garages are kind of like steep. So if there was some kind of like tracking and you like did it as a ride and someone like, you know, pushed you from the top and you just like spiraled all the way down to the bottom. Oh yeah. Or, or going off of that, like go-karting track, yeah, a multi-level go-kart track. People, the parking garage that I park at when I go into work on the hybrid days, um, uh, People have, I know, have used it for drag racing. I've seen it like in the news and over the years, which is very dangerous. Yeah. But if you made it not dangerous, it could be a, it could be a real draw. Yeah. I feel like that could be fun. Anyway, so we're starting a Kickstarter campaign for us to buy a parking garage. Yeah. So donate now. Just kidding. Um, although that would be sweet. That would be pretty cool. I would love that. Uh, Halloween was a few days ago and I'm a little, I guess I'm a little annoyed by a few. You're, of, you're annoyed? I'm a little, a little annoyed. Uh, is anyone else bothered by when a kid doesn't say trick or treat? I know this is petty. I know it's petty, but like the kid knocks on the door and they, when they just like hold out their candy bag. No, it's rude. Okay. So you do agree. I agree. Yeah. It's like parents teach your children say, please say thank you and say trick or treat. If it's Halloween this is a social contract, like I don't owe you anything, but you say trick or treat and I, I choose treat. Choose yeah. treat. Otherwise you're just. 
holding out a bag and I could, I could put anything. I could put a envelope of, you know, like whatever, an ad that came in the mail. I can throw anything in. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be amazing. That's if what you, I'm going to do. Start giving that's, junk that's mail. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have two bowls. I'm going to have like the candy if you say trick or treat. And if not, I'm going to throw in just like random junk mail, uh, old cans of soda, salad. I think I, <laughs> you said I salad. mentioned that to you the other day when I was complaining about this, I'm just going to get a bowl of salad and throw salad. That would really annoy. That would, I actually, I would probably end up on the news. <laughs> if you just gave like wet leaves. <laughs> wet leaves to kids yeah. they didn't ask they didn't say trick or treat i think the other option is to just do nothing at all like a kid rings the doorbell and just like holds out a bag and you just like look at them like just stare like a just, staring yeah, contest like, just can i can i help you can i help you although i feel like that might be that might be like the parent who is then at the edge of the driveway <laughs> who doesn't really hear the lack of trick or treat just sees me standing at their <laughs> their like child just like weird and then again for some reason the next year nobody showed up no one rang our doorbell well i think it's fair though like if they're not going to say trick or treat, like that's the trigger, right? It's like yeah. trick or treat. And then you give them the candy. Like if they're not saying trick or treat, then I don't know. Then you, could, I don't you, know could give, you could give them a high five. You I'm could take a piece of candy from their bag. Oh yes. Well, I had a kid give me, <laughs> this was the first, a first for me. I had a kid give me the candy I gave him back. So I gave him, I gave him candy and he looked at it and he said, no, this, this, this makes me sick. Or something like that. It was, a, I think it was like Twizzlers or Jolly Ranchers. And he put it back. Jolly the, Ranchers are a shit candy. I was trying to, we we had a, you had bought me a pinata for my uh -huh. birthday that was a mixture of candy and little bottles of liquor. So we, of course, drank all of the bottles of liquor and we have a ton of like crap candy left over, mostly Twizzlers and Jolly Ranchers. Okay. So yes, sue me for trying to get rid of that. But you bought good candy. So like that's yeah, kind I, of on you. Hold on. I bought that candy, but I didn't want to, I wanted to get rid of the crap first, right? To like shove it out. Otherwise, that candy's going to just, just save the crap candy for the kids that didn't say trick or treat. You did uh, this all wrong. That's true. That is true. But anyways, I would, I, okay, to be fair, I was giving him the crap candy, but there was other candies there. So I said, when he said this makes him sick, I was like, well, what, what can you have? Cause I'm sensitive to allergies. Like you have, you have a All gluten and dairy allergy and every other allergy, you know, like, <laughs> so you, you know, so I can imagine that. And he just looked at me and goes, mm, never mind, And, and left. So clearly he surveyed the whole bowl and was like, this guy, this guy's, this guy sucks. Um, that was the first for me though. Yeah. And that's when I opened up the good candy and I was like, fine. And I, I took out the pinata candy and I dumped in the Reese's because Reese's are the king of Halloween candy, in my opinion. Although actually a lot of kids have peanut allergies. Jeez. Oh, I was but, with you. Like this is, I, but, I helped you pick them out. Like this isn't a you thing, but it, now that we're talking about things that make people sick, like it's true, but Reese's, Reese's are more likely to make someone sick than a Jolly Rancher. That's, that's true. But Reese's are also usually the top of like any poll yeah. That in any poll that says like, oh, the, you know, the number one Halloween candy is usually Reese's. So I just. No, no. I mean. Can't win. I'm, next year I'm giving out candy corn. Just raw candy corn. <laughs> that's okay. that, I'm just, that's, that's it. And if you don't like it, that's fine. You know, that or salad. You get to choose. <laughs> I'm the salad guy. Does candy ever go bad though, by the way? I don't know. Because we have one open, unopened bag and I'm thinking of just saving it for next year. Is that terrible? I think it's fine nobody's gonna know unless they listen to this podcast so i'm assuming well, the they kids don't know don't. where we live so we just that, will make they sure better, they never I, know where we live i hope they don't know where we live <laughs> i really i really hope not um all right well i every week we end with a random fact 
Um, you're familiar with Law and Order, the TV show that's been on for literally 99 years. Dun dun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that actually, fam- was I allowed to do that? Isn't it trademarked? It is trademarked, actually, but you can do it. That's why we can't, <laughs> we can't actually, thank you for doing it though, because we can't play the sound effect. But I want to talk about that sound effect. So that dun dun. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not familiar, just Google Law and Order sound effect after it'll come up. So that iconic dun dun sound effect. Uh, do you know what went into making that? No. An incredible amount of thing. That one, that one two-second thing includes the sound of a jail door slamming shut, as well as the sound of a man hitting an anvil with a hammer. Some drum noises are in there. And this is the most bizarre part is also the sound of a hundred men stomping on a wooden floor in Japan. Why? Yeah, the guy, the guy who created the sound effect, he found that in like a list of sound effects. It was listed as like a hundred men in Japan on the floor. And uh, and he he used that to create the iconic. Does that law sound order. different if they're in Japan versus if they're somewhere else? I don't. Know, maybe is there a different type of wood there based on the trees? I do not know. Yeah, that's just very specific. And, uh, another Debbins on demand for you right here next week. Every Thursday they come out, and uh, if you have a friend or family member that you think might like this show, please uh, send it to them, and we'll talk to you when we talk to you. Which is next we'll talk week, to you next week. Which is next week Thursday. <laughs> I'm trying to be mysterious, okay? I don't think that that's a good a good habit to get into with trying to have a <laughs> podcast where like people listen regularly. We'll, we'll talk to you when we talk to you. <laughs> we'll talk to you sometime. We're just going to pop up on your feed. We are absolutely not going to do that. We'll be back next Thursday. On Thursday. Okay. I don't like surprises. I don't, I don't <laughs> like inconsistency. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.